today on Real Ghost Stories Online when you think of a job where you might encounter paranormal activity, you usually don't think of newspaper delivery, but pay attention. You never really know what you just might see. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That indeed it is. And yeah, 855-853-4802 is our phone number to share your real ghost stories with us. We'd love to hear them. You want access to all of our bonus material? Check it out on Apple Podcasts on our premium channel or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Tony and Todd with you on today's episode of the program, Newspaper Delivery. You ever do that? You ever have a newspaper route back in the day? No, I lived out in the country, so I didn't yeah. have that. My my first job was baling hay on a farm. Mm, that's fun. That's uh, that was the worst job I've ever horrible. Had in my life. Actually, I can't imagine that being remotely enjoyable. I had to in kind the of, summer yeah. in the heat. Oh, and, it's and by the way, I, I have uh, hay fever, so yeah. I was miserable. Yeah. That is horrible. I had to do that when I had I had a farm there a couple years ago, uh, and you right. would you would laugh at me every time because I'd be saying all these things that like you would never imagine me saying. Um, thank God I'm not there anymore. But uh, no, my first job was there at the radio station, so I never had to bale the hay uh, as a kid. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I would think you know if you're out there, newspaper delivery that usually was done like kind of very early, early morning or super late night, so you're kind of going through neighborhoods and. I would actually think that might be a way that you'd run across some odd things here and there, wouldn't you? I would say not only uh, paranormal, but certainly even with human beings, there's yeah. got There's a lot of stuff that goes on late at night that you wish you didn't encounter. Yeah, <laughs> just the people would be even scarier, I think. Back to our conversation in just a second. I want to talk about these guys. Factor, love their food, ready-to-eat meals, freshly prepared, chef-inspired Oh, goodness. It makes uh, it makes every day just a little bit more enjoyable. Wherever tomorrow takes, you'll be ready with pre-prepared, chef-created, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan, veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons. I love those to help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals to go. Two-minute meals. You feel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to eat and eat wherever you are. Boom, like that. So much better than, you know, those frozen things. Yeah, this is fresh. This is delicious stuff. There's snacks. There's smoothies. Discover a whole wide variety of options uh, for your entire day, like for breakfast or midday snacks, all that. You can even sign up and save, too. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is there for you. Like I said, get as much or as little as you need by choosing from 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule deliveries at any time. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to eat. There's no prepping, cooking, cleanup. It's all right there for you. It makes it super easy, especially after a busy day. You just want some good food. Head to factormeals.com slash ghost50 and use code ghost50 to get 50% off. That's code ghost50 at factormeals.com slash ghost50 to get 50% off. Yeah. Let's uh, let's take a listen to the phone call. 855-853-4802 is the number. Hi. 
Hey, Tony. My name is Zach. I live in a town called Southport, North Carolina. Um, you might have heard of it from the movie Safe Haven, the Nicholas Sparks um, book. But um, anyway, um, I come from a long line of cunning folk. Is what I call it. My grandmother refers to it as discernment. But I've always used cunning folk because I am the Wiccan in the family. Anyways, I build our newspapers at night, and I have seen many a thing in Southport and other places that have delivered papers that I cannot explain. A few of the the uh, most uh, disturbing ones that I've witnessed was um, there is a road in downtown Southport where um, I have seen a woman in white standing on the corner. And I'll drive past her, and I'll look in the mirror, and she won't be there. And um, I've done my research and everything, and come to find out that I believe it to be the wife of a local lawyer who, in the mid-90s, was cheating on his wife, and she unfortunately committed suicide. I mean, I've seen this woman on multiple occasions, and she just gives me the fucking creeps. Like, I cannot explain how fucking creepy this woman is. And um, I always see her at the exact same time, 3.33 in the morning. If I get there at 3.32, I don't see her. If I get there at 3.34, I don't see her. But if I get there at 3.33, she's standing right there. And when I drive past her, she's no longer there. Also, another one down here in Southport, there is a house that used to be a uh, tavern back in the, um, if I'm not mistaken, I've always heard the late 17, early 1800s. This ghost in this tavern, his name is Tony, and he is a musician. He's actually a violin player. And um, he only appears to musicians, according to local legend. You know, one night I had my sister and her friend with me, and we drove past that house. And, you know, I drove past the house, and, you know, I was trying to scare them and everything. And, you know, of course, nothing happened that night. Well, the next night I decided to go by, and I'm just going to take a couple pictures and, you know, just try to, you know, just take, you know, just to scare my sister and to show her friend and, you know, just all in good time. I pulled onto the road. And all of a sudden, my radio turns on, and violin music starts playing from my radio. And I am freaking the hell out by this point. So I put, I had my phone in my hand, because I was going to take some pictures of the house. So I put record, I put it on record, and I take a video of what's going on. And I pull over to the local library to, you know, park and try to watch the video, because I was so freaked out after all of this. The video was corrupted, and my phone battery had drained from about 70% down to in the teens. Those are the two stories in downtown Southport that scared me the worst. But also, there's a town um, west of us. It's called Ash, North Carolina. And I don't know too much about the local legends of Ash, but I've had two very unexplainable um, things happen to me in Ash. And the thing is, is like, when I tell you these stories too, keep this in mind, I am from a long, I am from a long, long line of cunning folk. Um, my grandparents used to do the exact same job that I am currently doing. And my grandma 
is very uh, sensitive to paranormal things like I am. And she has seen every one of these that I have seen, which is what's so scary, except for Tony, because my grandmother is not a musician. Um, so in Asheville, Carolina, I, there's a road called Horseshoe, which it comes off of the road and it is shaped like a horseshoe. I get into the very tip of the horseshoe and I hit somebody. I just fucking drove and hit a woman. And I'm freaking the hell out one in this night. And I get out and I look around and there's nobody around. And um, I talked to my granddad about it. My granddad, he turned white. And so my grandma was like, yeah, we, we also hit that woman too. Then this one, this one got a little cute, a little personal for me. Um, there is a um, house and it's on the corner of a road called Kingstown and Little Prong in Ash. I pulled in one night and I seen, and they had like these big French doors and I seen a man standing at the French doors with um, glowing red eyes. And he was wearing, a, like, a nice suit. You know, he didn't look like he was from this time period. He probably looked like, you know, I don't know. If I had to, if I had to really describe this suit, it was probably something from, like, the 30s or the 20s. I had to, turn, I had to throw a paper at that house and turn around. Um, from then on, I uh, would drive down about an eighth of a mile past that house after I threw the paper and turned around in a cemetery parking lot to avoid turning around in this house. A few years pass after I do after I do this, and uh, I am training somebody on this particular paper out in Ash, and I go to tell him about that house. And he says, oh yeah, um, my in-laws own that house. And I rented it from him for a while, and he's like, that house is haunted. I said, really? Um, tell me more about it. And he said that, you know, some nights that he would be asleep and he would wake up and, and standing in the doorway of his bedroom would be a man in a suit with glowing red eyes. And uh, I told him that that's what I'd seen. But um, apparently, I, I can't find any physical evidence of this, but apparently there was a murder-suicide in that house. These are the things that happen when you deliver newspapers. You see lots of different paranormal stuff. This is something that I've really had to, you know, with being cunning and dealing with my whole life is, you know, seeing these spirits and interacting with them and everything. And I've actually kind of grown, um, you know, accustomed to the whole, you know, the whole element of being, of my life interacting with the supernatural anyway thank you um and i hope to hear this on the show thank you for sharing that experience with us thoughts on that i had to look up cunning folk because i wasn't sure exactly <laughs> yeah what it was. yeah it's kind of one of them southern terms now ain't it yep it is uh folk healers practitioners of folk medicine helpful folk magic things of that nature so that's interesting uh his uh, first story about the woman that he saw every day at 333 I would like to know if, if the woman ever like saw him or tried to communicate with him or realized he was there to kind of figure out if it was some sort of intelligent thing. Mm -hmm. It almost sounds more like it's residual, like she only is there at 3.33 in the morning for some reason. But yeah. 
I have some questions about, I've got a lot of questions for this person. So, well, he's a cunning folk and he's got a yes. lot of answers for you, uh, uh, from being cunning folk. Are you, that's, um, I've not heard that one before. I have not either, but it is a thing. So now I know what I'm going to put too. that on my Facebook profile. That's like, what do you do? I'm a cunning folk and see, see what sort of reactions <laughs> that garners. Witchcraft, <laughs> healing, superstition. It's all part of it. Cunning folk. That's a good one. Thank you for sharing that with us. 855-853-4802 is our phone number to share your real ghost stories with us. If you want access to all of our material ad free, the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, get brand new stuff every single day given to you without the ads in advance become a supporter on apple Podcasts. even try that out for free or patreon.com slash real ghost stories until next time for todd i'm tony thanks for listening to real ghost stories online